0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode number 149. Getting very close to that 150, Martin, you'll have to have a big celebration, right? Yeah,
1: we got anything special planned? I don't think so, right? No, we don't.
0: We totally don't. That's, but that <laughs> that's be the way we like it? Nice and loose. That's, that's that how we like it. Flying by, the, flying by the seat of our pants. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can reach us at Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail or Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. Tell us we're great. Tell us we suck. We usually get a mixture of both, so we appreciate you reaching out. Um, so... Neil, we are very fortunate today to have not one, but two lovely young ladies with
1: us. Indeed we are. Yeah. Uh, from, from England. Your,
0: from, yes. From your uh, home, homeland of England. And we have Victoria and we have Maxine from the Ramonas. How are you ladies doing today?
2: Hello.
3: Hey. Very good. Yeah, thank we're you. good.
1: <laughs> so, So... You know, go ahead, Neil. I was going to say, so um, Vicky and, Max- and Maxine, do you want to uh, tell us what you do in the band exactly? Yeah, that's a good thought, Neil. That's a good, yeah. real
4: good thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm Vicky, and I play the bass and uh, shout
5: one, two, three, four quite a lot. Ah, the <laughs> DD
1: thing. Gotcha. Uh,
5: I'm Maxine, and I play guitar.
1: All right. And how long have the uh, how, how how long has the Ramones been around?
5: Um. So.
4: Myself and the singer, Lisa, we joined in 2008 uh, when it was just um, just starting out as a Ramones tribute, really. Um, so quite a while now. Max, when did you join? Uh, I've been
5: in the band about five years now. Um, I actually got the message on my birthday, so the anniversary is coming up soon. Um, yeah, so about, about five years I've been in the band now.
0: That's okay. funny, you know, because we were discussing whether or not we thought they started out as a purely a Ramones tribute or not. So you. So that was the, the basis of the band was like an all female Ramones tribute.
4: Yeah, it came together just through. Yeah, just through the love of the Ramones, really. Um, and yeah, over the years, obviously, we've got a little bit bigger and yeah. Um, we got to a point, yeah, it was just before Maxine joined actually, where we were thought, how do we progress with this? because um, we toured around quite a lot. Um and we'd always wanted to make original music. And we thought, well, now's the time, you know, we've done it long enough. <laughs> so yep. um so yeah, we started writing our own material, but we had a huge discussion. It it took like probably about a year. <laughs> to work out whether we want to still do it under the name Ramona's or whether to start a side project and it was like pros and cons both ways but we obviously stuck with using the Ramona's name um, because we kind of figured that it was the same lineup so people would still just probably refer to it as the Ramona's anyway (laughs) even if it was like called something
1: else. So, um, that's actually a really sorry. interesting point, because I was actually going to ask you that question. Yeah, Neil cause... and
0: I have had, like, we've had, like, off-the- off the record conversations about this, so it's
1: kind of interesting. Go ahead, Neil. Well, yeah, because this because well, you guys probably talked about this, but there's so many um, tribute bands out there with, like, funny names, like, you know, Black Sabbath, you know, the old female version of Black Sabbath <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and, Iron you know, yeah, yeah, Iron he... Maidens, whatever. And they come with a certain level of shtick, right? And you, you you guys are i mean this new album is fantastic i mean it's a serious album it's not just like you're a Ramones tribute band at all anymore so i was i was i was of the opinion i thought you guys should change the name and tom thought that you should keep the name so i guess it i guess it goes you see you're 50/50
4: right? as well yeah yeah you, <laughs> guess well, we it's hard it's,
0: it's hard to pull <laughs> off a name change that's one of the hardest things to pull off honestly
4: i it's, think it's when a, you're, it's easier to
0: are... change lead singers
4: Probably is actually. I
0: mean, it's it's really
4: difficult. Yeah, like you you know, you'd have to set everything up from scratch. You'd have to have two websites, two Facebook pages, two of everything for the same group of people. Which to us was like, is that going to make that much difference?
5: Um, So yeah, I mean, I suppose there is no
4: right and wrong, is there? But
5: yeah, yeah, we have tried to make it clear as well. Like if we've got a gig where we're only playing original uh tunes it will say ramona's original you know um it doesn't just say ramona's the the tribute it will say ramona's and a big original sticker on top you know Um, Ah. so there is there is some like telling between what we're going to be doing you know on the night or whatever so we've got a different logo but
0: i was gonna say so that that is an interesting so when you go to book a show, like will somebody call you and say, hey, we want the Ramonas, Ramones tribute band. That's who we want to come play a show? Or do you not really give them that option? It's like, listen, you book us, we play what we want. Or do you say like, I mean, will you will you, will you, will you book a show as an original band and then book a show as a cover band? Or how does that work? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah we do both, don't we? Um, yeah. I think it's, it's basically shown that doing the originals has opened a big door for us. So um, when we, when people just want the originals, um, they're oft, often not even interested in covers at all, or they're actually anti-tribute band, anti-cover band. Mm-hmm. Mm. They will allow us in with the originals to play a support slot or a festival slot or something. Mm. So, it's yeah, it has been quite interesting. But I think, like, when we were thinking about whether to change the name or not, another point was how many bands, you know, like back in the day started out as cover bands you know
0: just yeah, doing covers true.
4: like the Beatles or yeah the, the Rolling
0: Stones right
4: yeah Stones all, they all started out like that didn't they and then um kind of yeah slowly evolved and I feel like that's personally kind of what we've done <laughs> yeah, just a bit they, later on yeah but they wouldn't <laughs> have
1: they wouldn't have the name of the artist they were covering as their name you know what I mean
0: uh, well did the did the Rolling Stones get their name for the Bob Dylan song or is that or was that just an old saying, I wonder?
1: Well, no, but they weren't covering Bob Dylan. No, they were doing a lot of old American blues, right? They weren't covering Maybe. a lot of Bob Dylan. Well, stuff, that's what right? I was going
0: to say. The, the advantage that these girls have is they were a cover band for a lot better music than... Uh, I mean, they were covering a <laughs> I lot I think the music, advantage but...
4: that they, those guys had was that all the names were still available to them.
2: There you
1: go. That's true.
4: Well, the point we got to was, like, there are no names left. It's really difficult.
1: <laughs> oh, I've got plenty, um, believe me. It's I, funny you I making that. a, list. You a I mean, we did
4: have a list. Of, you know, we did have, like, loads of suggestions, but trying to get four people to agree on one it just yeah. didn't happen and that was another reason why we kept the same name
0: Neil, neil's actually thinking yeah. about going into a professional service where bands I, just email them yeah. and said we need a name and it's gonna be like okay the name of your band is you know handjob holocaust or yeah. the yeah. eye staffers or something and there it's you just go. gonna be both good for 20 bucks yeah we'll name your band both
1: good. so did, did did you have any decent names thought up for uh if you were going to change the band name yeah, Cannibal Handjob. No, I'm talking, to the <laughs> la- I'm talking to the ladies, not you. So, oh, no, oh, you're talking about my <laughs> band. Yeah.
4: I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I can't remember what we had now. Um, but I really liked the idea of calling our band Ramona Lisa
1: that's good the singer's
4: singer's name's lisa and we came from being the ramonas
1: but i I don't think she was up for that that down down yeah or like like the the (laughs) desdemonas even though i think that might have been used before actually the desdemonas but the one thing i would do just as a to throw this out there on your social media i would change it i would change it from from describing yourselves as a ramones tribute band but I don't think that's accurate anymore. Anyway. Does it still
0: say
4: that on social media?
1: It does. That's what their Instagram it says. I was just looking at it. Yeah, It I mean, hasn't been updated since I
4: mean,
0: like
4: 2008. Oh, we yeah. usually put with a Ramones tribute, and we also write our own music. But I mean, we've had we've already dropped. Well, we we've dropped the kind of all female Ramones tribute. You know, we don't we haven't used that for a long
1: time. Good, good. Um, well, I'll tell you well, I tell you what. Yeah, let's um, let's do a song. Let's here. play a let's, song. Let's, yeah, let's
0: talk about the. So are all the songs from the new record that we're gonna play?
4: All bar one, I think.
1: Yeah, which is okay. probably the oldest one, right? So should we go with that one first? Yeah.
4: All yeah. right.
1: Do you wanna do you wanna introduce it and uh, tell us a bit about what it's about?
4: Um, so this track's called First World Problems and it's the title track from our debut album. Um and yeah, the reason we chose it is because that was the start of it really for us, um, releasing the albums.
1: All right, so we'll listen to the Ramonas doing first-world problems.
4: You've got problems,
3: I've got problems...
1: All right, there you had the first track from the Ramones tonight. That was First World Problems. Very good. So what year was that from? Uh, That's 2017. 2017. All right. And so with that, I mean, obviously that's an original. So um, you did do, did you do like a, like a 40, like a single that was like all Ramones covers before that or something? Do I remember seeing that on Discogs?
4: We did do a single that was an actual single called Speak Up because we did an EP before we did the album. Um, that was just kind of to test the water, really, and, and get a few songs out there. That was in 2016 before mm. the album. Okay. Was, yeah.
0: Is it sort of nerve-wracking when you started writing songs because you're, you're originally starting out, and once again, I'm a huge Ramones fan, so maybe not everybody feels this way, but literally you're playing some of the greatest songs ever written and then you had to start incorporating your own songs into that. Was there a lot of pressure to really make sure that these songs were up to snuff before you started sort of incorporating them into the set? Or did you not really feel that kind of pressure?
5: Uh, yeah, I certainly personally felt a bit of pressure in the sense that, you know, you don't want it to sound the same as the Ramones because it's not the Ramones it's us. Sure. But also, you know, we've got this audience already that, have their taste. Um, So trying to find a balance. But as the years have gone on, I've kind of, that's been less of a worry, you know, they they love our original stuff. And we all have different influences. And, you know, we write songs for because we want to, and because it's what we do. Um, So the pressure kind of dropped a little bit, to be honest, for me anyway, Mm. in terms of, um, you know, living up to a standard. We just do what we want and hopefully people like it
0: i just, I, just, I would just think i'd be scared the first time like okay we just played blitzkrieg bop and now i have to play my own song and how is it going to compete with blitzkrieg bop yeah, that's true <laughs> enough, <man. laughs> that was
4: a weird feeling though like putting them next to each other in the set when we first ever played the original songs
0: i mean it, it sort like, of makes your, it sort of like gives your originals an additional importance though too it's like man look at where these are <laughs> stacking up against
2: right? yeah <laughs>
1: Well, going back in time like that, do you want to? So, okay, so who formed the band originally? Did did he, either of you in the in the band originally, or how did that how did it get started? The
4: idea actually came from a friend of mine and Lisa's, um, Claire, who had the idea. Yeah, back in two thousand and four, I think, um, and kind of there wasn't really that many like female musicians who were doing this kind of music then and wanting to do it, so it never really kind of took off um properly until a bit later on it was just like the odd pub gig and and that kind of thing with with all and always changing lineup so um Mm. that that was that's kind of the reality of it in the early days but it's kind of settled down since then
1: has it always been all female there's never been any any dudes in the band
4: uh no yeah it's always been all all female i think when when there was a revolving lineup there was the odd depth that was Maybe a bloke but um no the idea
5: has been that it's yeah always
1: girls that's cool and you're based in brighton i believe right
5: for the most part three of us are in and around brighton but uh, lisa our singer she lives close to edinburgh in scotland holy shit (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so 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 Help me out, Neil. Where's Where's Brighton? At? South. Coast. I mean, I. It's in the south. Like I've been to Brighton. Like it's in the Annie League song, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Brighton. <laughs> yeah.
0: So tell me about Brighton or where? Where's <laughs> more or less geographically? Since I'm kind of ignorant about English geography. Well, it's
1: on the very. It's on the very south coast. You, could, you, could, you couldn't get much further south.
0: Oh, so it's like, like close to London or whatever. It's, like London's on the south, right?
1: Uh, yeah, but London's not on the coast, so it's actually okay. south, south of, London. of London. Yeah, south of south London. Of, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So having a singer that lives in Edinburgh, that's uh, that's quite a hike. That's got to be like four hours on the train by itself right there, right? Or if not more.
5: <laughs> yeah, an all-day driving trip every time we uh, we go one way or the other.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know when I used to go down to London on the train from Liverpool, it used to feel like I was going to the end of the world. Even though <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was clearly before I moved to the States, so, you know. So, so <laughs> yeah, ha- that must be yeah. nothing to you guys. <laughs> yeah, Tom will drive. Tom, uh, Tom's drive to uh, Chicago was four hours, right, See?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and we went. We drove like Scott and I drove like eight hours to a festival, you know, earlier this year. We don't driving is yeah not a big deal to us.
2: Yes, wow.
0: When you grow up so far apart, well, listen, I think Michigan's about the size of the of England proper, right? I mean, it's I think it you is. know my, the state I live in is as big as your whole country.
1: Yeah, and, wow. And gas, of course, That's is insane. a hell of a lot cheaper over here than it is in England because uh, well, they
0: ain't exactly giving it away, but yeah, it's a little
1: cheaper. No, it's, a lot, it's a, <laughs> no, believe me, dude, it's a lot cheaper.
0: Yeah. yeah, but we have, like, regular-sized cars. I've seen those English cars. <laughs> I mean, I could pretty much put one of your cars in my trunk, right? <laughs> dude, it's
1: not like – Well, we might... live
0: in the Midwest, too, where you got these cowboy wannabes that have these giant trucks, too. I don't drive one of those, but anyway.
1: It's not like it was in anyway. the 70s, dude. It's not like it was in the 70s when everyone was driving a Mini. It's <laughs> true. England is pretty normal now. Is it? Well, I say size. it's not like
0: the 70s here where the cars were so big. The car, the doors on the cars back in those days were bigger than the cars are now. It's very you true. Know? Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, we, we lost di- our we digressed. We lost the plot. We yeah. Lost the yeah, we did. <laughs> lost the plot. Yeah, we did.
1: So, talking to Brighton, do you do you guys know do you, by any chance? Do you guys know uh, a friend of mine, uh, Bogue, who used to be in the band These Animal Men? Do you know him? Do you know of them? I think he's uh, in the band maybe. Scare Taxi now.
4: Oh, oh Scare, Scare Taxi! they yeah. they're supporting us in uh, Worthing in January. Oh,
1: amazing! That's great. Yeah, we're playing
4: because yeah. it got postponed from. October but it should be happening in January yeah
1: yeah Do you did
0: you uh you grew up with this guy Neil or what? no, a skater?
1: no I, w- I was actually just a huge fan because uh these animal men were one of the biggest bands in the whole new wave of new wave thing in the 90s and uh, they were from Brighton and they were really really good and I became good friends with him on Facebook and stuff like that so uh and I well, I saw these animal men when they toured the states um, mm. but yeah Bogues Bogue's a decent guy and the uh yeah he's he's very talented and yeah sca you are really good that's his new band. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
4: we'll yeah. mention that when we see them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I look
1: forward to it. So, actually, talking of that, you guys just got off a tour, right? How did that whole thing go down?
4: It started off a bit bumpy um, <laughs> because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I caught COVID basically, oh, and uh, mm. like one week in, so we had to have a week off. Um, but then it got going, and the shows have been great, haven't they? Um, yeah, they've really been really well good, attended, actually.
0: and yeah, it's been uh, great. Are you guys headlining, or is it, are you supporting somebody, or is it, what, what kind of tour is it?
5: Yeah, it was a headline tour. We had a couple of shows um, supporting a band called The Skids, and that's when we were playing our oh, yeah, playing yeah. original songs for for the entire set, um, supporting The Skids. Hmm. Uh, so we did we did one in Brighton and two in Scotland with them, uh, hmm. but the rest were just headline shows. So a mix of um, Ramones and originals.
1: And what size venues are you playing like two hundred something like that,
4: yeah, one two hundred, yeah, um, and then the skids ones are obviously bigger, yeah,
1: um,
4: but we also had the release of our album as well, so that was that was part of the tour that was that happened kind of halfway through
1: yeah so um, the the new album is called haphazard right um came out one in did it come out in the in the fall or in the summer,
4: yeah, it came out on the fifth of November, actually oh it did
1: oh, it just came out, okay
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it literally just came out, yeah.
0: So, so you, this is—is is this your first like full American release? This
4: is the first time we've yeah worked with a label in the states. Um, obviously, Pro Rock are going to be releasing the vinyl yep. um, next year, which we're really excited about. And Kenny's an awesome guy. Oh my god, he's helped you know... us so much. Yeah.
0: We we got to get him on at some point because we're pretty friendly with Kenny, but we've never actually spoken to him.
1: Yeah, you've got yeah. to. And
0: I've heard his voice is something to behold. So we got it. We got to get him at some point. So Neil, why don't we why don't we play something from the new record?
1: Yeah, which um which song from the new record? Uh, I think you got four listed here. Which one do you would you like to play first? Do you think you
5: want to choose one, Max? Oh, uh, I'm trying to trying to remember what the list was.
1: Uh, uh, I'd like to congratulate myself. Imposter, consumed, mortal.
5: Oh, good. Any any of them? Uh, uh, start with mortal. Oh,
1: okay. All right. What's what's this one about?
5: Uh I mean, Lisa writes the lyrics. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right everybody well you can you can, you you can be <laughs> the judge for yourself yeah, yes. yeah you can listen Great. to it and judge for yourself so um yeah this is the ramonas with mortal <laughs> with mortal off their brand new album haphazard which is uh really really good in fact it's going to make my one of my top 10 albums of 2021 as a matter of fact it's um i was actually amazed when i when i listened to it because i i got to hear about you guys from actually from kenny funnily enough because kenny always uh texts me long rambling texts (laughs) hey kenny um you know, telling me what you know, what what bands he's got coming out, what albums he's got coming out, in the label. And he mentioned you guys, so I uh, listened to it, and I was actually blown away, because again, from the name, I was just expecting like a Ramones tribute thing. There's so m- not, not 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 even that, but there's so many like Ramones core type albums coming out. So many bands doing that kind of thing. So that's what yeah. I was expecting, um, and it's so much deeper than that. It's. Um, it's a very mature album. How's that? How how'd you like that word to describe you? It's a, it's a very mature album, I'd say. I
4: yeah. feel like that does sum up where we're at actually. After because we did a, did a couple of other albums before this one, um, and I feel like we have yeah kind of grown with the writing and uh, yeah mature. That's that's a very grown up word, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is. Is a good one for this album, actually. You gotta yeah. be
0: very, you gotta be very careful when you call women mature, Neil. They could take that the wrong
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from me because I'm very old. Um, no, but I mean, it has a. Some of the songs have a definite, like post-punk or at least a Britpop kind of vibe, and uh, you know, it's it's not what you would expect at all. It's not just like a, you know, the I don't know. yeah. Of, the sound has grown, has grown, I think.
4: I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, like every every song is a little different too. That's what I like. That's what I really like about it. You know. Yeah, um, we
4: wanted to get like a load all the influences in really, and that's we do, we basically just been ourselves, and that's how it's come out, really.
1: Now, does everyone yeah. does everybody share in the songwriting, or does just one person write all the songs?
5: Yeah, yeah. We, we all we all contribute. Yeah, we all tend to um, you know, if, if someone has an idea, we'll make a little demo on our laptops and send it over kind of thing um you know it might just be like a guitar part or it might be a whole song minus something you know and we'll send it over and you know everyone will kind of add their parts and we'll work on it like that until it's pretty much a complete song you know
1: now, were you, um, do, were you doing it that way because of COVID? So you weren't, like, practicing face-to-face a lot or what? It was
5: definitely it was definitely more so this album.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, the whole
5: album was written in lockdown. So
1: it was all back and
5: forth via email. But the previous albums, you know, they still started off that way. But we would get into a, a studio and jam, you know, as well
2: mm-hmm.
5: um, once the songs were kind of nearly there. But, yeah, this this album was really interesting because we didn't actually play the songs together until we recorded them
1: because hmm. um, we
5: didn't have a chance. <laughs> sure,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how did you get together with Kenny? How did you get introduced to the guy?
4: That was actually through uh, Latte, the Latte Boys. Oh, it was? Because, um, yeah, I can't remember. We were just chatting online, and then he was talking about, they were, well, they were saying about um, releasing stuff uh, on Pro Rock, and he said, "Oh yeah, I'll put you in touch with them." And they they did, and that's it. That's how we're here now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how
4: we're talking to you guys as well. So um...
1: yeah, for sure. <laughs> this, yeah, we we actually works. we actually just had Latte on, didn't we, Tom? A, a couple of weeks. Ago. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our yeah. Italian buddies yeah. yeah, they were a lot of fun actually. Um, yeah, because Kenny actually only lives like. 20 miles away from me or something like that even though i've never met the dude but yeah we text each other you're that close
4: wow yeah we are
1: we are actually funnily (laughs) enough yeah um i I can't remember how we got in touch with him the first time tom do you remember uh
0: you know pete uh who helps a lot with the label is a punk news guy
1: oh yeah pete from pete yeah yeah pete from new jersey right yeah
0: yeah yeah so he and i kind of knew each other a little bit i think that's kind of how it came around i don't don't remember actually (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's been a couple of years, so it's yeah. hard to tell. Okay, but like but, I said, we still have never. We tried to kind of catch up with Kenny when we were up in his neck of the woods, but we just haven't been able to yet. One of these days. Yeah, one
1: of these days we'll get a hold. But he is you're right. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, and it's a great label. They give a chance to you know to a lot of new bands and stuff like that. And I think that's I think that's awesome, especially from around the world. Like at a lot of American labels will only deal with you know American bands. So I think it's very cool that Kenny you know does stuff from bands all over the world.
4: Yeah, he's got loads of ideas and he's so enthusiastic as well. Um, Yeah, it's great.
1: He is enthusiastic. So talking about around the world, have you toured outside the UK at all?
4: Yeah, we've done Uh, a lot in in Europe. um, Loads in Germany, um, France, Belgium, Sweden, Denmark, or everywhere. Yeah, we've been all over Europe, uh, Czech Republic. We also did some... Uh, a handful of shows in the states in 2016, was it 15 16? Um, we went, we actually went over for NAM, the music show, mm-hmm. um, and ended up playing. We did a gig at the Viper Rooms, um, around that time, and then uh, we did a show in San Francisco with another. <laughs> Another uh, all, fe- all female Ramones tribute called the Hormones. Oh, the hormones. <laughs> <laughs> like it, okay. They were great. Oh, yeah. they were really good. Um, and then we also played, yeah, in Seattle as well, where we were there. Um, it was only a short trip,
1: mm-hmm.
4: but yeah, that was that was really cool. Actually, it'd be good to come back.
1: Yeah, but that would be great. Yeah. Did you? Uh, what, what's your favorite city? Uh, favorite country in the in in Europe to play? You think?
5: Oh Germany definitely
1: now why is that i've I've heard a lot of people say that. Why is that?
5: They're just another breed man, like they're just so uh so hungry for for like the energy of punk music. they love it you know play play the u k and it's 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 awesome it's so it's so much fun, but you play Germany and they're literally you look up and someone's on the ceiling. <laughs> it's like how are you up there you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they're always so enthusiastic, always ramming out the shows and, you know, we've got some friends out there now as well, just through going out there so often. It's just really friendly and a really nice vibe and just proper punks. So that just want to have loads of fun. That's cool. Yeah. So is, yeah. is,
1: is Brexit going to affect the ability to tour over there now that, now that that's a fully on a thing?
5: I mean, it kind of already has, um it's a matter of waiting to see kind of you know if it's if it's well is it hopefully it'll be possible to go back over there but it's definitely not going to be the same um
1: -hmm. well the unfortunate thing is that brexit kind of coincided with covid right so i guess everything is kind of up yeah at the moment
4: it's like covered by covid isn't it everything's kind of with it's brexit and covid it's all together but actually it's yeah i think we're waiting to see really um
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone's waiting to see if things are ever going to go back to normal. I think basically. Well, right? that's
4: another thing as well, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I think we've been less affected than you guys, I think in the states has been less affected. But um... I think it.
0: I think it varies from state to state a lot. Because yeah, I see New York's New York's getting real draconian again. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't whatever think... didn't work. Whatever didn't work last time, let's try it again. Even worse. <laughs>
1: Well, I think yeah. I mean, I was Tom I was speaking to the girls before you came on, and they and they were say and I agree. I don't know whether people are going to accept it anymore. Like, if they try and do lockdowns again, I, I don't know if people are going to accept it. Well, I know,
0: it. I know, I know. Michigan, like you know, we were in Chicago, and they were definitely a little stricter there. Some of the places, but in Michigan, the, most of the businesses have just said, you know what. We're just, we're just not doing it and the governor seems to sort of lost her will to enforce it i wonder why possibly because of re-election yeah right so uh, and it's very unpopular these things so I, I i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens you know i don't know i'm not i i don't want to sound like a science denier or something but it just seems like the places that have had the most intense lockdowns are not necessarily faring any better than the places that didn't yeah, so that's it's, true. it really makes me say you know what people just got to live their lives for the most part and yeah. if it's, i noticed at shows in general and i think i might have mentioned this to you neil when we were in chicago last weekend it, the crowds aren't
1: aren't quite back no and you not. know
0: some people are probably not going to be comfortable coming back and that that is what it is you know
1: well I, actually let me ask let me ask uh let me ask the girls so um when you were just finishing your tour and stuff like that at the venues you were playing were they like making people show vax cards did you have to wear masks inside how was that whole thing going down
4: England got rid of all the rules in July. There were there were there are no rules. Oh, okay, um, cool. But they are like in law, but uh, some places like advise you, and if you feel like you want to wear a mask, you can do. Um, there's no vaccine passport or anything. Okay. I mean, to be honest, like in Scotland, they did still have. The mask thing and everything, but you wouldn't know unless you knew that. Because you go in the venue there and it's just the same as in England where no one's wearing masks, everyone's just kind of yeah, getting on with it really. Um so I think, yeah, it's like whatever the rules are, people will do their own version of it. Yeah, whatever well. they're comfortable with, I think.
1: Yeah, it was, it, well, it, it's like that here too, and it varies from bar to bar. Like some bars make you do make you want to show a vaccine passport or proof, you know, proof of vaccination or whatever, or proof of negative test before you go in, and some other places they could care less. It's it's really interesting, actually. So, uh,
0: well, uh, I'll tell you what, Neil. I have a real specific question. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Let's
1: let's. Can we throw another song in? Sure definitely all right let's let's play because uh because the country's consumed with uh, with covid let's uh, let's play the song consumed does anybody know what this song is about does anyone want to introduce it Who wants to introduce it
0: come on let's reach into the mind of lisa here and tell us what the song is about
1: <laughs> uh
5: this tune's actually about uh, lisa's local council um south Lanarkshire, and i think the the lyrics will speak for themselves
1: <laughs> all right Alright, so we got consumed from the Ramonas. consumed by the ramoners uh how was the tour with the skids how were the skids were they cool
5: i love them they're so nice they're awesome bruce and jamie the two guitarists they're like my heroes i absolutely love their playing um yeah they're awesome they're so talented as well and like to have the passion that they still have it's like quite inspiring as well
1: well i think um isn't Richard the only uh, Richard Jobson? I think he isn't he the only original member that's in the band. He's a singer, Tom. If you if you didn't know, um, yeah, because the main guitar player is dead, right? Yeah, Paul poor poor like, Stewart. Well, yeah, yeah Paul yeah. Stewart's been dead yeah. for a while, um, and I don't know the bass player and drummer anymore. Who's playing with them? But a uh, uh, Bruce and the other guy that you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. were, were they in Were they in Big Country as well?
5: Yeah, yeah, they both are. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how long Bruce was in the Skids for, um, or has been in the Skids for. But um, yeah, Jamie is actually Bruce's son.
1: Oh, okay, through. cool, cool. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't know who, um, you know, how long each player has been in the band for. I think they've all been. In I it mean, for B- a
4: while, Bill, I Bill's still on bass. He's like, I
5: think he was the original.
4: At least in the early days, yeah, he's he's um, been with them a long time. Okay, cool. But I think they got a new drummer recently, didn't they? Or ch- they changed drummer or something. I think that was the thing that changed.
1: I know they released an album about five, four or five years ago. It was really good. I was very very impressed. I was a huge Skids fan back in the day. They were one of my favorite bands back in the day. With all the <laughs> singles, uh, they were excellent. And uh, I was happy to see. I them tell you phone. what
4: surprised me was their um, acoustic album. I love their acoustic album. I was like, I'll give it a go. And then I went to see them play an acoustic night and it I was just captured by Richard and his stories in between the set and then the versions of the songs. It was it's very different, but yeah, I thought it was brilliant.
1: See, that's so funny because the the skids the songs were so fantastically anthemic and stuff, but you had no yeah. idea you had no idea what he was ever singing about. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are completely bizarre, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I think a year ago
0: or so, I was doing like a news piece for New Noise, and I think they had like a Christmas single or something. Is
1: that I right? think the
0: Skids put out like a new Christmas single last year. I don't know. Hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> nice one, Tom. <time. laughs>
1: Thanks. Thanks for that. All right,
0: that didn't go anywhere. I admit <laughs> it.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Have you, have you have you played Rebellion?
4: Yeah, we've played Rebellion seven or eight years running. I think it was wow. until COVID hit. Yeah. um And again, we yeah we started off doing the tribute thing there, and then we kind of moved on to doing a tribute set on one day, and then an original set on a different day to separate it. Um, so yeah, no, that's that. that all the Rebellion team have been really supportive of what we've been doing as well. Because I thought we'd never get on being a Ramones tribute to start with. It took mm-hmm. us a while. It took us, yeah. So we'd always always wanted to play it, but it took us a few years to kind of, yeah, get on the radar and get booked for
1: that. Because, yeah, I've always wanted to go, but for some reason I've just never been able to make it. And the year I was going to try and make it is, uh, was the first year of COVID when the whole thing got cancelled, you know. All that oh, out. damn. So, yeah. Yeah, so I've never, have never been, but uh, I believe it's supposed to be a really, really fun time, right?
4: You have to go, yeah. You, you have to go. That's all I can say, really. When <laughs> once you go, that's it. You can't not go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's the best like punk gathering there is, I think.
1: Well, obviously the
4: UK. So when, um,
1: so when you play, do you actually stay in Blackpool or do you stay in Manchester or something?
4: Yeah, we stay. Well, we we stay we stay as close as we can to the venue, just because of practicalities really and mm-hmm. kind of Yeah. But yeah, right right close to the venues if as we can.
1: Yeah, it must be a lot of fun just uh basically taking over the city for a week or something like that, right? It's just punks everywhere. That must be uh that must be amazing. Yeah, doing yeah. that in prime
4: like holiday time as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty funny. <laughs> it's gotta be it's like great. it's
1: gotta be
0: like punk rock bowling, right Neil? Where it's the like,
4: juxtaposition is great. <laughs> yeah,
0: like punk rock bowling in Las Vegas is the same thing. Like all these hotels are just overrun with punkers. And then there's yeah. still like families, you know, gambling and old people gambling and stuff. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh,
4: amazing.
0: But it is fun because yeah, you rarely are Submersed with people who want to talk about the, you know, who who want to talk about punk rock stuff and wanted, you know, know that we go to our normal jobs and we're just sort of, uh, you know, abnormalities and people just look at us sort of strange. But it's weird to be around people who kind of, you know, culturally agree with you on a lot of stuff. So it's, it's cool.
1: Well, Tom, the, the funny thing is, were you, I don't even know if remember if you were with us at Punk Rock Bowling when we, um, I think it was the end of the Saturday night and, um, where where Punk Rock Bowling was that where the main festival thing was um it was a little bit on the, it wasn't well i wouldn't say the outskirts of town but it was kind of beyond where the casinos were and it was right downtown but yeah yeah What yeah, edge when, of downtown yeah. but at the end when they marched everybody out we weren't allowed to like walk down the streets or whatever because they had them cordoned off. because i think they were having street festivals or something so the police made yeah. us actually all troop through casinos kind of to go around <laughs> where the main oh, street great. was so there was all these old bags and stuff you know gambling and doing their things and then suddenly like this parade of like 500 punks all just comes like stinky, stomping through the casino, stinky, sweaty <laughs>
0: Las Vegas punks, yeah. yeah. From being in the sun for like, to
1: 12 hours, it was it was literally funny actually.
0: Well, it's funny because you guys are you guys are such a young band, and you know, when you think of Rebellion, you sort of think of you know, Cox and Cockney Rejects and Sham 69, and The Exploit and stuff. But they, I mean, do they have a fair amount of younger groups playing there?
5: They've definitely, they do, betting, now, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
4: because they have the introducing stage as well, don't they? Where it's like new bands, a lot of them are younger. Um, But I think the scene is only going to continue, isn't it? With younger bands, Mm -hmm. because as the older ones, you know, finish or whatever. Um, So I think obviously they must be aware of that. And the scene as a whole is probably aware of it. So, yeah, there's, there's actually loads of younger bands, isn't there?
1: I was, I was going to ask you about that. Who are some of the uh, some of the upcoming younger bands that we should uh, that we should check out over here? Apart from you, of course.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Those guys are like like my age. <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a couple of young bands. I don't know. Um... Yeah, they're both punky. They're both punky enough, I reckon. Um, the first band being called Wargasm they're amazing um uh, a different band i play in I kind of close close friends with them and they're taking over the scene at the moment they're kind of like they're a bit new metally um very mm. punky the spirit's punk anyway um they're like a duo mm. bassist and uh like the girl bassist who's a singer and then a dude that raps as well and screams and stuff wow uh, they they're incredible that energy is just amazing um
0: it sounds like neil's worst nightmare it literally sounds like <laughs> like Madeline if you want to torture if you want to torture him like to get information out of him That's what
5: amazing um and the the second band i want to mention is nova twins um who are also a duo and just blowing up the scene at the moment they're um two girls uh, bass player uh, and uh guitar player they both sing. Um the guitarist is the main singer and yeah, same thing really, just the energy is um mm. just out as well. They're yeah, they're incredible. Both of the bands are amazing. Maybe check out Nova Twins now. <laughs>
1: now are they from are, are they from your uh, neck of the woods? Are are they from down south or where, where are they from?
5: Yeah, both both London based. I think Nova Twins are from Hastings, but they're kind of London based. Um and Wargasm's London as well.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: I wonder if they got the, they must have stole their name from the old L7 song, right? War, Wargasm?
1: Well, I think there might have been a compilation album from the 80s called Wargasm, to be honest. Oh, it could be. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um do you have any do you have any shows coming up or I think you were telling me you just finished the tour, right? So there's nothing nothing in the pipeline right now.
4: We've got a couple of shows in January, um, playing the 100 Club. They oh, do this uh, yeah. resolution festival, they call it, every year, um, which is like a week long. And then every night, basically, it's, it's a punk night. Um, but this year, because of COVID, I think they're only doing like a long weekend, like a Thursday to Sunday. So there's only, there's only four nights. But we'll be playing that on the 14th of January. And we've also got um, a gig in Worthing on the South Coast with Scare Taxi, actually, um, on the 13th of January as well. So that's that's next for us.
1: Well, that's cool, because like I was saying... Um... A lot of the songs on on the on the album actually do remind me of some of the you know the 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 better Brit pop stuff. And when you say Brit pop, everyone thinks of like Oasis or Blur or, or, <laughs> or something. But there were so many other great bands that got um, swept under that Brit pop umbrella. You know, bands like Elastica and stuff like that, who were um, you know very much Wire influenced. Um, uh, some great, great bands came out of Britpop, Hop. Um new wavy type bands. So yeah, your new album reminds me of some of that stuff a lot. Some of the songs. I mean some of the oh, songs wow. are some, uh. I mean some of the songs are, you know, straight up punk rock, right? But
4: uh I think there is definitely like a nineties vibe on there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is kind of our time, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Well I'll tell you what, um let's play one of those more punky songs and that would be I'd like to congratulate myself. Is that cool?
4: Oh yeah, that's my little tribute to Dee uh, Dee. <laughs> I was reading his book uh, "Poison Heart," mm-hmm. and I, I mean that the quote obviously is from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, <laughs> I wonder if anyone else has written a song because like about this and about him because this needs to be done, and I and I couldn't find one that had been done. Um, so I was like, right, here's the Ramones influenced one. <laughs>
1: well there you go let's listen to that so this is um, I'd like to congratulate myself by the Ramonas
3: he was just a punk in a rock and roll band kicked out of school dealt a bad head hide every day year in her haze your demon.
1: like to congratulate myself take it dd one two three four there you go so <laughs> so let me ask let me ask vicky a question
0: victoria sorry you you i think neil and i have both actually seen you play you played with richie ramon right or am i totally high on that
4: yeah in london
0: <laughs> or did you not do a u.s tour with him
4: um no. Oh, no. <laughs> why,
1: why, did you, why, why was there such a long gap there? Like you couldn't remember. I'm trying
4: to work out what you mean now because I think so. Basically, um, Claire, who was originally in the Ramonas, she did play in Marky's band first and then she now plays with Richie's band. Okay. So,
0: so it's, okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was you. Okay. Well, boy, well, there. Well, that I explains go, it. We'll go ahead it. and tear up those questions, eh, Neil? well yeah even though I <laughs> yeah, must...
4: when, when was the tour because if it was yeah if it was not that long what ago... was it maybe like
0: 2016 2017 or something we saw neil it was... i mean it was we saw them separately but we both saw richie play and i know they had a female bass player yep. and she was from the ramonas i'm sorry i thought that was you
4: Ah, oh, okay yeah because she used to um yeah like she used to switch roles in the ramonas actually um sometimes she played guitar and sometimes she sang um
0: you it's did. funny because I looked at the picture of the of the Ramonas as they are now, and I'm like, boy, I can't because that she had kind of like a shaved head. And she, she, I'm like, yeah. I, I couldn't like figure out which one of you it was. I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs>
4: these, these women, you know,
0: they change their hair. I can't keep track of all this stuff. Okay, <laughs> that that explains. So you played with them in the UK, yeah. So, so we the,
4: played with them um, like the whole band, the whole band, the Ramonas, yeah. Um in 2011 so quite a long time ago um he was just it it, it was really weird like um he contacted us online on email i think and we were just like this is this has got to be a joke this is not this can't be richie <laughs> like emailing us asking us to play a show with him
0: you're um, like are you sure you were in the remote? <laughs> Can
4: <I describe> <laughs> Especially because this was the early days of the Ramonas as well. It's like, how does he even know about us for start? Um and yeah, no, he was coming over to do some stuff in Ireland and he wanted to do a show or two like in London, I think, beforehand. Um and yeah, so we just kind of met up with him in this dingy rehearsal room. Um and then I think Lisa like just hopped on the tube with him. And showed him back to his hotel, and it was really surreal. Uh, Then we did the show um, at the Underworld, Um, but it was it was great. He's such a nice guy. Um, Actually, when we played the show in LA, he lent us the gear. He lent us the drums and the guitar and the bass (laughs) to play the show with. He just turned up in in the car park and opened like the boot of his car and was like, "Take what you want, (laughs) (laughs) help yourself." I mean, yeah, he's, that, that just sums him up. Really, he's he's a legend.
0: So you give you give Richie the thumbs up. You like him? He's a good dude.
4: He is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Unlike Marky, right? Neil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we all know he's a tool. Yes. <laughs> indeed indeed even though Rich, even though when i when i did see the richie ramon band um i think it was like 2018 i think tom it wasn't it wasn't as long ago as i don't remember as what it thinking. was i'm
0: sure we saw them on the same tour yeah but.
1: and what at least the night i saw them it wasn't particularly impressive but um your friend uh, from the Ramonas, she was definitely the best thing on the stage that night, I thought. I thought, yeah, I, I was really impressed with her, because she was giving it 100%, and she was knocking it yeah. out the park, whereas whoever was playing guitar on the right-hand side of the stage, he was doing a shitty, shitty-ass job. I don't know who that was, but... Like if you can't get Blitzkrieg Bop right, what the hell's going on? I don't know. It was, oh, it was very hard. Gotta be, you gotta be careful, Neil.
0: Never, you know, the the ass you kick today might be the one you have to kiss tomorrow. Hey, so. listen, he
1: was he was <laughs> winking at Lydia and she, and my daughter, and she was only like seventeen or sixteen at that point, so I was, huh. I wasn't too happy wow. about that. Yeah. Anyway, different, you yeah. know. Well, that's 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 cool though. I'm I'm glad I it's.
0: You know, obviously, there's very few Ramones left anymore. There's only the three of them, and I'm, I'm glad to hear. You know, like I'd, I, I was, I kind of felt the same thing about the Richie Show. Like I didn't think it was amazing, but I'd probably still go see it again just to hear somebody with connection to those songs playing the songs. You know, so
1: well because yeah. I think I think he's touring again. Um, early. He's in put the out new two year. albums
0: of mostly original material, and the albums actually are, are pretty decent. Yeah,
1: so. they're not bad. They're not bad. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, I don't know. I lost I lost my train of thought again
1: it's oh, it kind of weird
4: though isn't it that it's the obviously the drummers that are left so to speak yeah and, and kind of being the drummer and then making that your show is uh is quite interesting isn't it what? because obviously Richie comes to the front of the stage doesn't he and they yep. sometimes swap yep. whereas Marky just does the drum thing and obviously has the rest of the band um but yeah obviously it's going to be different isn't it and obviously then what CJ does is different as well and he's made it more
0: of his own thing DJ has a lot of original material yeah. yeah yeah well yeah it's it's funny because the thing with richie is i mean i don't know what year he was out of the band late 80s or whatever when marky came back he was gone for like 20 years mm. you know you know he didn't do anything i don't think i mean maybe he did i don't know maybe he wrote operas or something but then he came <laughs> back with that with that i can't remember what the name of that first solo album was and yeah I started touring and it was like the long lost ramon has returned you know it was kind of cool <laughs> yeah, uh, but, I love C
5: he's great. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is, he did write, he was the only drummer who contributed to the writing process. So he did write some of the songs, like from I know, like Too Tough to Die era. He wrote some of the songs. So that was, anyway, so it's kind of cool. Marky has really made a living off of you know, you know, he just being the second drummer for the Ramones. And his, you know, what he does that punk rock blitzkrieg, which I think is a pretty good, basically a high-end, you know, Ramones cover band. They're pretty good. But yeah, Richie, I don't know. I I I, I kinda like Richie. He kind of comes across as a very tough guy in New York, kind of maybe hard to deal Yeah, with. I
4: think he does come across like that, doesn't he? He's a big, yeah.
0: tall dude, you know, and he wears his leather jacket and he always looks sort of pissed off. So he
1: sounds, like, <laughs> he sounds like Sylvester Stallone when he sings. Yeah.
0: You know what it is, Neil? He probably looks pissed off when he's hanging out with you and I. When he's hanging out with the lovely ladies <laughs> of the Ramona, he's probably just all smiles and happy all the time. Yeah. So. Aren't
4: you supposed to look pissed off if you're a Ramon? I part guess. Of it. <laughs>
0: it's true you know? you know you see those pictures like you see those pictures from like they they did alternate uh pictures from like the first album when they're standing against the wall or whatever and they there's one where they're all smiling it's like Ugh. yeah it's <laughs> it so doesn't great, look right <laughs> seeing johnny <laughs> smiles like oh i think a puppy dies every time johnny smiles or something <laughs> <laughs> but, i don't know <sighs> i don't know well did Neil, did,
1: did any you of you actually up, did we... did any of you actually see the ramones or not We're oh, too young they're too young they're too young, they're too young.
4: Yeah, not seeing them
1: unfortunately. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a shame.
0: It's the only thing good about being old, yeah. right now. Yeah, that's very true. The only thing good about being old—we got to see them all.
1: Yeah, we got to see a lot of <laughs> a lot of great bands back in the day. We're well, talking about old punks. Um, tell us about making the. Uh, tell us about making the video. Uh, the Last Punk in the Village. That's a great, funny, funny ass video. Tell us about making that. <laughs> yeah,
5: you did that big. <laughs> that
4: well, that. <laughs> That was basically, yeah, the product of being in lockdown and not really being able to get together and and do something, but knowing that we had the release coming and we need something to kind of put out there. So, um, yeah, I just kind of filmed it in the studio for our part. And then um, it was actually just filming a day out when I met up with uh, Charlie Harper and Chris. And I just thought it was a really nice day. And I was like...
1: Just a regular I mean, day out, hanging like, out with yeah, Charlie she reminded Harper. I yeah, film you know?
4: a bit of this. And then, um, and then they really <laughs> got into it. And then <laughs> got involved as well, our other mate. And, um, and yeah, it just kind of – it was basically, yeah, it's just a proper DIY video. Yeah. Um, just to show like just punks hanging out really. But obviously it was a, a, quite a basic one because of COVID. Um, but I think you get the gist and, and the lyrics kind of, I think speak to quite a lot of people.
1: Well, they speak to me for yes. sure. Yeah, they, they they really do. Well, it's just kind of cool to see Charlie Harper in the video, you know, looking like he's having a good time. So that was, that was cool. Oh yeah. So you know him pretty well, you know, because I assume you've played with the UK subs plenty of times, right?
5: Yeah, we yeah we've done really. a lot of shows. Yeah, he's really good to us. He's really supportive of like younger and upcoming bands. He just loves to see it, um, and he'll do anything for anyone really that's you know wanting to play. It you
0: know, is what? amazing that a guy his age cares about new music. I mean, I'm, that is really impressive.
1: Honestly, agreed. No, I think that's I think that's awesome. Yeah. D- 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 does does he live in London? Does he live in the south, in the south somewhere, or does he live by you somewhere? Yeah, yeah he lives he in London.
4: Yeah, that's where the video is filmed. Actually, mm-hmm. on the beach near where he lives, um, just along from Brighton. Yeah,
1: very cool. I'll well, tell you what. Should we play? Um, let's play Imposter. How does that sound? Now, who who wrote this one? I and mean, this we one, all kind
4: of yeah, this one kind heart. of. I think this started was... just um, drums and bass, really, um, and then. I guess the song is obviously probably self-explanatory, but it's about imposter syndrome, um, which I think a lot of people can probably identify with, especially in the creative industries. Um, I suppose, actually, we probably even got a bit of that when we were writing our original stuff, because it's like, is this going to be good enough? You know, um, you're putting it out there for everyone to judge. And do we really fit in the originals world? Because everyone knows us for the tribute um so yeah that's what the song's about really imposter syndrome and it just getting in your head
1: interesting okay let's listen to it then this is um imposter from the ramonas The uh, last one tonight from the Ramonas Uh, Yeah, and like I say I'm totally impressed With the album, you must all be proud of it, right?
4: Yeah We're really happy with how it's turned out Considering everything Um, And the feedback's been great as well Which has been really nice
1: Yeah, I saw you got a write-up in in Viva La Rock, right? Which was nice You got 8 out of 10 Yeah,
4: yeah, literally just saw (laughs) that today Um, That's amazing, yeah
1: yeah, especially when they gave you eight out of ten and they gave the queers six out of ten, so there you go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and we were put next to the stranglers, which is pretty cool as well, and on, on the listings. Yeah. And they got out eight out of ten as well. Even though they got album of the year as well.
1: Well um, see that's funny it's because nice. because like two apps two issues ago, that's a new Stranglers album got ten out of ten. It's the only one I've ever seen that got ten out of ten, which is interesting. <sighs> It is a I mean, that's album. a
4: lot of people's album of the year, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's in my it's in my top ten, but it didn't make it didn't make number one by any means. So <laughs> so there you go. Because I've got a lot of American stuff to put in there, so you know I've got to make people happy.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you ever play with the Mau Mouse? Do you know do you know those guys at all?
4: No, we haven't played any shows with them actually.
1: Hmm. Okay. Because I think um... I think they're from Leeds or somewhere up there. I think you know somewhere up north.
4: Yeah, I don't think we've been on the same bill as them. Yeah,
5: no, yeah. I do know I know of them. I've seen seen their name around and stuff, but I don't think we've played with them.
1: Yeah, the only reason I say that is because they, they, they came out with a great, great album this year too, which was like the first one in like thirty years or something. So it was surprising to see such oh, a, wow. such a great album, yeah.
4: Oh nice.
1: Anyway, do you want to um I think we're I think we're coming to an end. So do you want to um? Do, do you have anything to plug? Anything to anything you want to talk up? Any upcoming dates or the out al- now? The vinyl doesn't come out till is it January or something like that? The vinyl for the album.
4: Oh yeah, we should probably talk about the vinyl, yeah. shouldn't we? <laughs> so the vinyl, yeah, he's coming out on Pro Rock Records in uh, hopefully middle of next year because there's such big delays. Oh sure. um, Oh is it
0: that like middle of next year? Okay.
4: Yeah, but the pre-order's up now and. Um, if you order before the end of the year basically you get 20% off um, on the pre-order so uh, we're getting it on orange vinyl and purple oh, nice. vinyl um, but I think purple might have sold out online though so yeah
5: that
1: sold out now. quite quickly because um, there was yeah.
5: only
1: a few of those yeah I, I ordered the purple personally the, so
0: the good go. news is the pre-order is so long that You'll forget all about it by the time it shows up at the house. It'll be like a pleasant surprise. Yeah,
4: it'll <laughs> be a nice surprise. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Give it for <laughs> next yeah, year. Could,
4: could, there's actually a prize draw as well. Kenny's in a prize draw for it on the pre-orders, and you can win like a, a signed test pressing and T-shirt and some pro rock gift cards and things like that. So we're
0: just gonna we're just gonna drive up to Kenny's house. Just go going his garage and just help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Whatever yeah. we can find. Yeah, there we'll.
1: <laughs> So is 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 a CD out already or something like that, or do you have cassettes as well? And it's just the vinyl we have to wait for.
4: <laughs> yeah, CDs are out on our website now, and if you're in America as well, you can
1: you can also order that via Pro Rock. You
0: know? So do you have do you have a European a separate European label?
4: not a label we have a friend of ours um armin in germany he has a diy label called campari records which um has released uh one of our our previous album actually i want to live in outer space on vinyl and he also released a seven inch for us as well um okay yeah so he's more like it's just like Per release really um but he's helped us a little bit in germany which is
0: cool we, we have a we, our, most of our listenership is either in the states or we do have a lot of english guys that listen to us and they and whenever we they try to buy american records it's so expensive that's why if they can get you know it's always nice to have distribution obviously on both sides of the both sides of the pond as we say right
4: yeah definitely that's always a thing isn't it
0: <laughs> it really is yeah. uh, foreign shipping is insane i mean I, I was just talking to one of our people yesterday, and he wanted a 7-inch. It was $7, but the shipping was $20. Wow.
4: <laughs> I think the shipping on ours at the moment for UK for the vinyl is um, like $6 or something.
0: Yeah. See, it's like not a, bad. Yeah, if you six, can get seven it – dollars. Yeah. And you know, most of these indie labels are really easy to work with and really good about that
1: stuff. But yeah, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's they're not making money on shipping. It's just costs cost a crazy amount of money. Yeah, and the indie labels yeah, are, yeah. the indie labels are getting screwed on the whole vinyl thing as well, right?
0: Pretty much. Well, you know, you know, some of these labels are charging $16 to 18 bucks for a record as opposed to you know, the new Taylor Swift record is like forty two bucks or something, right? I mean it's insane. Whoa.
5: It's
0: insane. Well, I bought it for my daughter for Christmas, that's why I know.
1: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> well there
0: you go. Uh, you know. kids what do you do also i wanted
1: to ask you real quick i forgot to ask at the beginning so when we were talking about the band name um when i was looking up ramona's it seems like there's a ton of bands with that same name like in europe i think there's a dutch band i think there's a german band has that ever been an issue for you guys
4: um not really i mean yeah there are other bands and there's other people that use it aren't there there's like food companies that use it as well. Yeah, quite a lot we've noticed um but i think that's also why our releases um especially like on spotify and apple and stuff like that is it's the ramonas for the oh, original stuff
1: versus just
4: that, that's okay. yeah rather than just ramonas because i think someone else might have that yeah in use or something it's never really been a problem um yeah well i
1: I don't want to look it up i think i looked it up on youtube at first and i think it was like it might have been like an italian or a dutch band came up and i was like well this doesn't look like (laughs) this doesn't look like (laughs) what i was expecting at all they were kind of metal and stuff you know um it wasn't at all what i was expecting but there you go anyway anything else tom um no i don't think so but it was it was very nice talking to you
0: ladies I, i wish you the best of luck we really like what we've heard and uh we always love to uh, help out our our bands on our pal Kenny's uh, label. Great yeah. pro rock yeah. records here in Chicago and New Jersey, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, oh, thanks
5: you... so much for having us on. It's it's been awesome.
1: You bet. Oh, of course. Thank you so much. Now, what are you what what are you all doing tonight? Are you going down the local pub to get uh to get a Sunday roast or something?
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, made... wish. Oh, I wish. Oh, that would be the dream, <laughs> I do actually have loads of vegetables in my oven roasting right now. Oh. Um,
1: so. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Just right.
5: have to make my own. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's only it's only it's only just turned noon here for me so
0: yeah yeah it's funny because we got we were actually talking to somebody else in a little bit here and i'm like i think i got time to go get something to eat real quick
1: there you go yeah that's good so. nice well, <laughs> thank you thank you for coming on thank you and everybody go out and uh buy the new ramona's album haphazard because it's really fucking good so uh yeah get out get out and buy it and uh, oh,
5: thank you so much yeah, of course thanks and, so much great for chatting on. to you yeah
1: thanks thanks so much for coming on so uh all right. Merry Christmas will... and Happy New Year and all that stuff. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Merry a... Christmas. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope you don't go into lockdown. And uh, yeah, have a have a nice Christmas. Thanks. Yeah. it is. <laughs> all right. See you. Ya. See all. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.